What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week we are closing out our month of scorned crazy lovers of February. And we're talking about 1981's My Bloody Valentine. But that's not all. (laughs) What else are we talking about, Brooke? We're talking about 2009's My Bloody Valentine 3D. 3D. Oh, man, I have a lot to say about the whole 3D aspect of that fucking movie. Uh, Yeah, me too. I hate movies that were made specifically for 3D, and then you Mm -hmm. watch it in, like, not 3D. Yeah. Because it's just stupid. Except for one exception. Which, what, like Avatar? No. No. Another horror movie. What, Jason 3D? Yeah. Started 13th 3D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it's done a little bit better. Like, it's not so much, like, in your face with the 3D bullshit. I think the CGI makes it way worse than that, this one. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's we'll fair. get to that, though. Mm-hmm. We sure will. <laughs> uh, before we dive into both of these movies, though, what have you been up to this week? Um, watched a bit i don't think as much as you but i mean you never know uh, before i forget a couple tv shows that i've finished and and currently watching i finished peacemaker nice fucking fantastic season uh, you and you and josh won't stop talking about it i need to watch it it's good um and uh started reacher because two of my coworkers, they started it and mm-hmm. they like flow through it. So, or flew through it. Um, and I really like Alan Rich and Rich, Rich Sin and uh, is really good so far. He's good in that role. Oh man, he's perfect in this role. Really? Okay. He's so good. Um, and then for movies, uh, continued my Nicolas Cage watch and watched Raising Arizona. Nice. I love that movie. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. It's like a second time I've seen it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then watched quite a few horror movies. Um, finally watched Shadow in the Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I did not like it at all. Um, I don't. It, it it has good reviews, so I don't. I don't. It seems like people like it, but I don't know, man. Just didn't didn't get me. I really enjoy that movie. Yeah. Yeah, you and Josh both. Yeah. Um, I watched a movie called Knocking, which is another one from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was okay. Uh, I gave it a two out of five. It's on Shutter. Yeah. I'm sure you'll get to it. Yeah, I was going to watch it the other night, and then I just I watched actually another one that was on there. Yeah. Um, the big talk of the weekend. Hmm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yep. the new one. Yep. Uh, I won't go too much into it in case people haven't watched it yet, but uh, I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's out there and everyone's talking about it, but yeah, I gave it a one out of five. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? And then finally, I watched possi- possibly a top three 2021 movie. Um, that would have been my list. It's a classic horror story. 
And yeah, what was it called though? A classic horror story. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really liked it. It's a French film, I believe. Mm-hmm. And there's a few twists in it. And uh, I really liked it a lot. Nice. It's on Netflix too. So yeah. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. Okay, cool. Cool. All right. Uh, what show did Sarah and I just finish? fuck we just finished it because we we're gonna start watching uh season three of you once we finished mm. it god damn it what show were we watching so love is blind no well yeah yes but no <laughs> <laughs> uh fuck i've been talking about it on other episodes anyways it doesn't um, matter did oh. you guys finish uh fuck no i can't think of the show yeah. Um, what the fuck was it? The fucking Japanese show? No, not Squid Games. Oh, okay. Never mind then. This is going to bug the shit out of me. But regardless, we finished watching that show, whatever it was. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and uh, no, I'm just going to leave it. Okay. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, so whatever it was, we finished it. Um, so I think we're going to go on to season three of You eventually. Um, nice. and there's a shit ton of other shows that we need to watch. Uh, I got crave back again for a little bit anyways, to catch up on some of the stuff that's on there. So mm-hmm. looking forward to it. But with that being said, um, I want to start watching peacemaker, but I never watched the suicide squad. Dude, it's on crave. You need to watch I, it. I know I am about three quarters of the way through it. Okay. So once I finish that, I'm gonna watch Peacemaker. There's uh there's an after credit scene, so okay. make sure you stay for it. Good to know. Uh did you get to the scene where they get to like the um they split up and then they get to like the campground the campsite and like the crazy shit pops off? Yes. Yes. Dude, I laugh so fucking hard at that scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um so yeah, once I finish that, I'm going to start Peacemaker for sure because you guys won't stop talking about how good it is. Um, I also watched one. I watched a bunch from last year. Uh, so Mad God was one that I watched. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very, very fucking weird movie. It was all stop motion animation, um, but it was really fucking cool at the same time. Like the creature design and the stuff that they did with this stop motion animation, it like blew my mind. It must've taken so long to do it. Yeah, no doubt. It reminds me of that, uh, parks and rec episode. Whenever (laughs) Ben is like, he's not working or something like that. And then he shows, think like Ron or someone like his stop motion is working on. And it's like literally 10 seconds. He's like, that took me three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I watched the night house, which was actually released in 2020. I thought it was a 2021 movie. Really? Uh, well, according to letterboxd anyways, but oh. I, you had it on your 2021 list though, I believe. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Anyways, I loved it. I thought it was really good. Uh, I gave it four stars out of five. So nice. definitely recommend that one. Um, I also watched Sensor, which came out last year. Oh, what'd you think of that? I enjoyed it. It wasn't great, but it wasn't awful. 
Um, yeah, I didn't like the way they ended it. Yeah, yeah, there was. I have some issues with it, but overall, it was pretty good. Uh, I watched Sun, which oh, nice. came, out, came out last year. Really liked that one. Yeah, it was a it, wild and vast movie. Yeah, it was fucked up. It was nuts. Um, last night in Soho. Nice. Fucking love that movie. Yeah. Love that movie. Like that would have been a top three for me, uh, for our episode that mm-hmm. we did. I, yeah, it, I don't know, just everything about it. The, the, the setting and like the fucking imagery and how it was shot. Everything was amazing. The soundtrack was perfect. I loved it. Yeah. I think that's what he's like, always like just so good at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I also watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Nice. Mm, I liked it a little bit more than you did, but I still thought it was a trash movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to give it a second watch just to see if I, if that still stands for me. But mm. yeah, I can't see myself really enjoying it. Uh, I watched Antlers, which came out last year. Sick. Another one that I really enjoyed. Did Sarah end up watching it with you? God, no. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I'm hyper glad I asked you before I put that on. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I watched it by myself in the theater, and it was like pretty much just me in the theater. Oh, and, really? Um, I won't say much in case it's kind of a new movie, but the one scene at the end in the shed, that jump scare scared me so fucking bad. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, man. No doubt. So I put a, a post up on our story that I was watching it, and Bettina, yeah. Bettina commented on, she's like, oh my God, like the trailer made it look so sad. And I'm like, well, it is, but it's like really fucking good. And she commented again. I can't remember what it was, but like I told her, I'm like, you should probably watch it because it, it was a good fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And lastly, we watched The Tinder Swindler. Nice. Yeah, that uh, documentary was fucked up. Man, that dude. Wow. <laughs> I know the way it ended and it's like what really yeah i was just like you gotta be fucking kidding me but yeah it just came out this year so i'm not gonna spoil it for people that haven't watched it because i've told a few people that they should check it out but yeah it's really good and it's crazy the shit that he got away with Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was nuts um that horror list on letterboxd have you been ranking those on there no, I haven't ranked any of them yet, but I should oh, okay. probably start rearranging them. Yeah, I've been doing that as I've been going. Um, I just texted Sarah. It was Archive 81 that we finished. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I think Seth finished it too yeah. on their latest episode. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, we don't like them right now because they all hate <laughs> fucking ginger snaps. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to listen to that episode. I can't I can't take them shitting on yeah. it. Yeah, I'm almost done. They, they actually weren't shitting on it that much. Like... I don't know, it kind of seemed like they actually did enjoy it. They just don't want to admit it. Mm. Yeah. Fucking Canada phobes. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. Nice. So let's cue that theme music and dive into these movies.
Like we said in the intro this week, we're talking about not one movie, but two movies. And we're talking about My Bloody Valentine from 1981, the original, and then the remake that came out in 2009. Yep. Before we talk about these movies, Brooke, you have a special drink for tonight's episode? I do. I do. What would that be? Can you take a guess as to what it might be? I, I've been racking my brain since you told me about it, and I have no idea. I mean, I'm pretty sure that the first movie is sponsored by this beer, but... <laughs> okay. um, I am drinking a Moosehead Lager. Very nice. Very it's nice. in a bottle, so there's no crack. Ah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Moosehead was so, like, everywhere in the first movie. Yeah, yeah, it was. Did you open it already? I did, yeah. That's why I oh. said there's no crack. Yeah, I know. I just thought there would be, like, at least a little... Psh- there no, there's there's some little uh, steamies going on. Steamies. <laughs> Cooking sausages uh, now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this movie uh, was filmed and took place in uh, Nova Scotia. Yes. Canada. Uh-huh. What are you um, drinking? I'm still drinking my bush, man. Very nice. I, I have slowed down on my drinking, so I'm still working on a 2-4. That I bought like two <laughs> weeks ago. Um, so yeah, that's all. I don't think I've ever had Moosehead before, to be honest. It's not bad. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah, I don't mind it. Um, but yeah, okay. So it's been a while since we've done an episode like this. Uh, about a year and a half, to be exact. Um, <laughs> that's a long ass time. Yeah, it doesn't feel that long ago, but it was. Uh, so we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants and we are going to just roll with it and yeah. see how it goes. And it's probably going to be fucking awesome because I think so. Yeah. Because we're awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Uh, starting off the synopsis for both movies, the 1981 synopsis, a decades old folk tale surrounding a deranged murderer killing those who celebrate Valentine's Day turns out to be true to legend when a group defies the killer's orders and people start turning up dead. Dun, dun, dun. The 2009 synopsis, a little bit different. Tom returns to his hometown on the 10th anniversary of the Valentine's Night Massacre that claimed the lives of 22 people. Instead of a homecoming, Tom finds himself suspected of committing the murders, and it seems like his old flame is the only one that believes he's innocent. Mm-hmm. This movie is full of lovers' quarrels mm-hmm. and, and adultery and love triangles and drama. I would say the first one more than the remake. <laughs> I have a lot to say about that. Oh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> um so yeah the the premise of the two movies change changes a little bit so you kind of have like the same umbrella i guess like it happens on valentine's day there's a killer dressed like a minor um both movies the killer is named harry warden or so we think yeah um and but like everything that sort of leads up to everything is, is different in the two movies It's very different. And like, we'll get into it right at the start of the discussion, but that's, mm-hmm. 
the big thing for me. Yeah. Okay. Um, the director of the original is George Mahalka, and he directed Eternal Evil, Da Vinci's Inquest, 24-Hour Rental, and Needles, which is a movie in post-production right now. So not a whole lot after this movie or before this movie. And the 2009 version was directed by Patrick Lussier, who did Dracula 2000, which is a movie I have not heard of in years. Yeah. (laughs) And I kind of really want to watch it again. Yeah. Um, He did White Noise, The Light. Not sure what that is. Uh, Drive Angry. And he did one episode each of the Scream TV show and the Purge TV show. Mm-hmm. So neither actor is like huge, really. No. Or like overly no. popular. Um, I feel like their movies are more popular than their names are. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the cast list for 1981. Paul Kelman plays TJ. He's in Black Roses, Gas, and Caged Men. And he actually just passed away like three weeks ago. Yeah, I just saw that. Sad. Yeah, January 30th, 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lori Hellier. Hellier, Hellier? Uh, she played Sarah. She's in a bunch of TV shows, mostly only an episode or two. Uh, nothing major after this movie, though. No. Uh, Neil Affleck, no relation to Ben Affleck or Casey Affleck, but he played Axel. He was in Scanners. Uh, He directed seven episodes of The Simpsons, Mm -hmm. and he was in the animation department of The Simpsons movie, Mm -hmm. and he is the post-production director of The Backyardigans. Really? And anyone who has children should know what The Backyardigans is. (laughs) Um, so yeah, this guy, he went from like two pretty prominent horror movies to the Simpsons and children's TV shows and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And like not even acting like he, he does a lot of the behind the scenes stuff, which I thought was pretty cool. And lastly, I have Keith Knight who plays Hollis. He is in Meatballs, Mm -hmm. uh, the road to Avon Lee. I don't know if you remember that show when we were kids. It sounds familiar. I think it was on like PBS. It was like one of those PBS shows. Uh, Robo Roach, which I remember watching as a kid. And The Adventures of Tintin. Hmm. And he has sadly, or also sadly has passed away, but uh, back in 2007. Yep. So he would have never seen the remake. Lucky man. Poor guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the 2009 or did do you have any honorable mentions for that 81 cast list? um i don't although there was one guy that looked really familiar but i know it wasn't him um the guy that played where is it i have his name written down so howard he looked familiar like someone like an actor from today but i know it wasn't him but yeah that's pretty much it nice all right. Uh, the 2009 cast list is a little bit more uh, star-studded, I guess we can say. Uh, oh, come on now. A lot more familiar faces, for sure. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, starting off, we have Jensen Ackles, who plays Tom, uh-huh. um, which is a, a character, a weird character shift 
Um, but we'll get into that after. Uh, he is known for Supernatural. I guess he's going to be in The Boys Season 3. Yes, which comes out in a few months. Too far. It's too far. I know. I'm I need it like excited. tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, he was in Smallville, Batman, The Long Halloween, Part 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Days of Our Lives, which is uh, a soap opera, obviously. And Dark Angel, which that was Jessica Alba, wasn't it? Was I think her? so. Yeah. Because yeah. I think, what was it, Alibi? That was Jennifer yeah. Garner. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. <clears throat> uh, next up, I have Jamie King, who plays Sarah. She is in Sin City, The Spirit, White Chicks, Black Summer, Heart of Dixie, and Silent Night. Mm-hmm. Um, all through this movie, I was like, why does this girl look so fucking familiar? <laughs> yeah. And then I remembered, oh, yeah, White Chicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember her from White Chicks. Uh, Kerr or Care Smith. I never know how to pronounce this name anytime I see it. Well, apparently we're the worst people of pronouncing names, so you know. Yeah, Carrie Elways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just gonna say Care Smith. Uh, he played Axel. Um, he is in Final Destination, uh, Dawson's Creek, Life Unexpected, Riverdale, and The Fosters. Mm-hmm. And lastly, he was a little bit lower on the cast list, but I had to put him on here because, uh, well, because he's fucking Tom Atkins. Yep. And I can't talk about this movie without talking about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he played Burke, and he is in The Fog, Halloween 3, Maniac Cop, Drive Angry, Lethal Weapon, Night of the Creeps, and a plethora of other things. He is Tom motherfucking Atkins. Yes, sir. Very popular. Very popular man. And do you have any other honorable mentions? Um, not really, no. Okay. Did you? Um, I didn't write anybody down, but I do remember someone. Um Oh, uh, Eddie Gathigi, Gathigi. Uh-huh. Um, he is in. Well, he's in a bunch, but there was one that I knew he was in. Oh, he was in the harder they fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's in another one too. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Um, Twilight. <clears throat> oh, okay. Twilight. Yeah, don't remember him in Twilight. He had long dreads in Twilight. Oh, okay, that guy, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's it. Cool. So now that we've wrapped that up, let's talk about these movies because I know let's you're chomp- chomping at the bit to do it. I am. I am. Uh, so yeah, my one of my biggest issues with the second one is like, what does it have to do with Valentine's Day other than the original kill was on Valentine's Day. That's all you need. But you don't. <laughs> the first one did it so much better. Like it I did. felt like it included Valentine's Day so much more. Like throughout the the movie. Well, mm-hmm. first of all, the sound the town is called a Valentine Bluffs. Terrible yeah. name. Yeah. But uh, and then Harmony is in the second one, which isn't even better. 
I don't understand why they changed the town name. Like, yeah, why, why do you need? To, yeah, why do you need to change the town name? Yeah, because but, at least. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, at least with Valentine's Bluff, you can understand why Valentine's Day is such a huge deal. Like, it's the name yeah. of the town. Yeah, like they're throwing parties. You know, they got the mayor renting out the town hall for their dance. Yeah, and like the kids, you know, they're just high school kids. They just want to throw the party and celebrate Valentine's Day. But they don't, they like the, the sheriff and the town folk, like Happy, I think, not Happy, Hap, I think is his name. Yeah. The bartender, like mm-hmm. they all grew up when these kills happened. So they're trying to explain to the kids like, okay, you can't celebrate Valentine's Day because uh, Harry Warden is going to come back. Yeah. But they're all like, oh, it happened 20 years ago. Like. Like yeah. basically just blow it out your ass, basically. Yeah. Whereas in the remake, I the opening to this movie was so fucking bad. I hated it so much. <laughs> like they just crammed everything in into this shitty ass, like 3D-ish CGI. I <laughs> it all I happens. It all happens very fast in the remake, for sure. Yeah. And the movie's like 20 minutes longer, so it's it's unnecessarily long mm-hmm. because of how much they cram into like the first 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Whereas like in the first one, they kind of like spread it out. Like the movie's only, I think, an hour and a half or yeah. something. Yeah. And they kind of like through the first half of the movie, they're kind of just spreading out all the information. Whereas in the remake, they just dump it on you right in the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, one problem I had with the original mm-hmm. d- are they high school students I assume they were but because these dudes not. are working in a mine shaft man oh that's true yeah okay maybe they're not high school students but and TJ like just moved back so like we're like I don't know mm-hmm. yeah I did get why the whole thing with TJ I don't know did they ever explain why he left uh, I don't think so. I think it was just like, well, because his dad owns the mine, right? Yeah, same with the second. Well, actually, no. in the, sec- the second one, it's, it's swapped. Yeah. Like Axel and Tom is his name. Yeah. Their characters are kind of swapped in a way, but not really. That's kind of what I meant earlier whenever I was like that there was a character swap, sort of. Oh, okay. But... Um, so I think TJ left to kind of like get out of his father's shadow because mm. like he probably didn't want to work in the mines, but like his dad was giving him no option. Right. Yeah. Right. And then in the, in the remake, Tom's dad is who owns the mines. Yeah. And his dad dies. So he comes back to the town to sell the mines because he doesn't yeah. want to have anything to do with them. Because he's the one that caused the explosion. Uh, what was it, 10 years before he comes back? Yeah, yeah. But, like, I mean, what was he supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's getting attacked by Harry Warden in the mines. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I'm just going to fucking lay down and let you kill me. No. Yeah. Blow that shit up. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like Harry could have killed Tom very easily. And that Oh, yeah, scene. absolutely, he could have. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, why didn't he? 
why why do you think he held back because he is like fucking massacring people like he's chopping chicks oh, heads yeah. off with a shovel and like that that kill was amazing first of all <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah that's uh the opening scene to this movie is like way more bloodier and like more kills where i think i like the first one a lot more um spoiler alert <laughs> because there wasn't a lot of kills in it like there there was a lot but it felt like they were spread out yeah and a lot of them were off-screen kills too yeah whereas like this one they didn't it didn't seem like he had a reason to kill people in this in the sequel or the remake especially later on when we find out who it is yeah it yeah i yeah i get that for sure and like i felt like the heart in the box was so much more important and like meant a lot more in the first one yeah because like the sequel like i didn't really give a fuck i was like okay they just keep showing these people with their hearts torn out whereas like <laughs> the first one you know there was like clues like leading up to like the box and mm-hmm. yeah the the original no pun intended had a lot more heart to it <laughs> than the remake did um, but there's still like i liked the brutality of the remake Mm -hmm. like the kills i found were just so fun to watch Mm. because a lot of them were like they're very gruesome first of all but they were also go ahead they were also like i don't know like they were like we see the i don't want to say they're innovative because they weren't innovative but like they were unique in a way to to what we're used to seeing in slasher movies. Like this guy's going around massacring people with a pickaxe and yeah. with a fucking, a mining shovel and just like mm-hmm. whatever he can get his hands on. He's just obliterating people with it. Yeah. I get that, but it just like the CGI and it just yeah. didn't do it for me. Like it just took it away. Whereas like in the OG, it just, it's all practical effects. And I felt mm-hmm. like, the lighting and like the camera work was just so much more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Effective. Effective. Or I don't know. Just whereas like the remake, you know, they're, they they use so much CGI to get like the 3d effects. Mm -hmm. Um, like especially the first kill, uh, whenever, or not, it's not the first kill, but when he hits the guy, it is, that is the first kill. I think when the eye pops out, yeah, that scene was just stupid. Yeah, whereas in the OG, there was an eye scene in that, which was I thought was fucking sick as hell. Mm-hmm. I think if they used more practical effects, if they if they took away the 3D aspect of it, but this movie came out in an age where 3D technology was booming, right? Mm-hmm. Like the late two thousands, like Avatar was coming out. This had its fucking three D. Um, there was like a whole bunch of horror movies that were that were moving towards the whole three D thing mm-hmm. because people thought it was going to be scarier. Yeah, but as we have come to learn over the years, horror CGI does not hold up as well as the practical effects do. Mm-hmm. So I think with this movie, if you take out the the cgi or like even just a 3d aspect of it and just make it a regular ass movie yeah i think it's a lot better i think it'd be a better too yeah and also to go on our valentine's day thing 
the first movie had the little cards and quotes that came into it that he was writing to people, mm-hmm. which I thought were awesome. Like a yeah. few of them, one that he sent to Mabel was roses are red, violets are blue. One is dead. And so are you like, it's just so basic and corny. Yeah. Um, what are some other ones? Yeah. Like at the end, the killer says like Sarah be my bloody Valentine. Daddy's gone away. Harry <sighs> Warden made you pay. Yeah. Yeah. Like just like those little notes, uh, like it, uh, it happened once, it happened twice. Cancel the dance, or it'll happen thrice. Yeah, like, that was a good one. I don't know. It just added to the whole theme of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like the the remake, it almost just kind of slapped the name on it and used the same killer in a sense, mm-hmm. and that was it. Like it didn't have any of the the little things that made the original so good. Yeah. Or even if they kept it all the same, like a shot-for-shot remake, except they added the 3D aspect in it and just Mm -hmm. updated some of the like CGI and stuff. Yeah. One thing I liked between the two of them, too, and I talk about this later on in my review, um, the original doesn't have that stereotypical like slasher nudity. No. Like the remake, man, there is a nude sequence. It's not even a scene. It's like a full. I had to look. Sequence. I had to look her up to see if I think her name was Rebecca Rue or something. Yeah, to see if she was like a porn star because full she's, frontal. <laughs> yeah, and she's full frontal for like a good ten minutes. Yeah, I was like, this is it's so unnecessary, and like I'm fine if there, if there's nudity in a fucking movie. Obviously, like yeah. I'm all for it, but like. This is a 10 minute scene of her running through a parking lot completely butt ass naked and like a very over the top aggressive sex scene that is just ridiculous. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. Oh my God. Uh, it, it's, yeah, it's like the most aggressive sex scene I think I've ever seen in a movie. Um, but yeah, she finds out that the guy that she was screwing was videotaping it. And she, like most movies, the woman would throw on a robe. Nope. Yeah. She just goes out full <laughs> butt ass naked, chases him through a parking lot and threatens mm-hmm. to shoot him. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. like, like I said, I'm all for nudity in movies. Like I, I don't give a fuck normally, but like, this was just like, you are just doing this for the sake of doing it. Yeah. Um, and like the love triangle, I felt like the love triangle in the 81 version, um, like I cared a lot more. It seemed more realistic. Yeah. Because like, it didn't really explain much. You just, you know, TJ comes back and Sarah is with Axel and you get some, like uh, some scenes where there's no dialogue where you can see TJ is like, he keeps looking at her and then she like goes over to him and he just kind of leaves, gets mad and you find out that he left. And I like the camaraderie camaraderie. I think that's the word. Yeah. between um axel and tj like they hate each other but then like at the end of the movie whenever they're down below they, like they have to work together because like they worked at this mine together so they had to work together to go save their friends mm-hmm. to save sarah who to they both sarah, love yeah. um and you can tell like with the original like yeah tj just kind of up and left but he still very much loved Sarah, like the whole time he was gone. You can tell mm-hmm. that. First yeah. thing he wants to do whenever he comes back is get back together with her. 
But then he finds out that she's moved on from him because of a broken heart. So now she's with Axel, but Mm -hmm. you can tell that she still very much cares for TJ. um, And it it really kind of pulls her in both directions. Right. Yeah. Whereas in the, in the remake, Tom comes back after 10 years and they were like a high school fling. Yeah. And all of a sudden she's just like, I don't even really know if she's like love stricken or anything like that, but she's kind of like, seem like it. she's kind of toying with the idea a little bit. Like maybe there's still a spark there, but she's with Axel. Now she's married to him. She has a kid with him. Like it's a lot yeah, way different, different. Of a scenario. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <clears throat> And actually, oh, go ahead. I was going to say the girl who was getting like powered bombed in the freaking hotel room, <laughs> she was dating Axel when they were in high school. Like that was his girlfriend. Oh, okay, in, okay. That was that Irene girl. Right. Yeah. Um, and then in, in the first in the OG, it seemed like Axel and TJ were like still somewhat friends. Like the world mm-hmm. when they're all hanging out, like in the little uh, car car lodge or whatever. Yeah. Um they're like playing the harmonica and then uh TJ comes in with like the bottle of whiskey and then like he starts playing the harmonica and stuff. Yeah. And they're this like I think one of them says like are we going to have a problem? And they're like yeah, we're going to have a problem and they're just like you can still they're like still friends kind of but there is that animosity between them. Mhm, for sure. Like like a, a subtle fuck you. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, TJ, I think he understands this situation because, like, he knows that he fucked up. He's the one that left. Yeah, TJ's more understanding of the situation than Axel is, for sure. Mm -hmm. Because, like, TJ's throwing, like, little quips out there here and there. Like, like, hey, man, she told you not to do that. Like, maybe you should stop doing that. Like, anybody would say that kind of stuff if they witnessed what Axel was doing. But because of the love triangle, Axel takes it like way out of context and like fucking goes after him. And then like throughout the movie, you can see TJ start to poke him a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Like, why don't, why don't you use your mouth and tell him how you really feel, Sarah? Like she wants (laughs) wants to be with me and stuff like that. Yeah. So like he, he really eggs him on, but Mm -hmm. yeah, like you said, towards the end, like they, they come together for the common goal of helping Sarah yeah. Whereas in the remake, they take that whole love triangle and fucking throw it for a loop. And yeah, Axel and Tom I didn't hate each other. They never liked each other. Anything like that. No, I didn't like that Axel became a cop. It just it didn't seem from that opening scene in the mine shaft. It just seemed like he was this like piece of shit. Well, he yeah. is a piece of shit when he's older mm-hmm. too because he's cheating on Sarah. Mm-hmm. But it's like this guy's a sheriff. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Not just a cop, yeah, he's a fucking sheriff. <laughs> and like, like it's it, were they really that hard up for police officers? Because like, think about it, like they were in high school ten years ago, right? Uh-huh. So like, I don't know, maybe they don't have to go to school like they do here to be become a police officer. But like, you would think like two, three years of schooling, and then he moved up to a sheriff within eight years. Yeah, just seems a little ridiculous. Uh-huh. What did you think of the characters in both movies? Uh, the the nineteen eighty one version, they were over the top. Mm-hmm. 
but it, I think it comes with the territory of those like 1980s, 1970s, like campy horror movies where like yeah the men act like they're boys and like they're like they're all fucking around mm-hmm. in the shower room and like they're just messing around with each other mm-hmm. and it's like it's like they tried to paint a picture of the way that men are when they're together that's like totally inaccurate yeah 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 like if we were all in a shower room together i don't think we'd be like fucking putting each other in headlocks and shit like that like it it, it doesn't happen <laughs> like right yeah. you shower you get clean you get the fuck out but i did like the comedy between all the guys in the original movie like they all they all seemed like they had a really strong bond together yeah because like, they all worked in the mines together right yeah like they spend all this time in a deep dark dungeon mm-hmm. basically together so they've they've grown a really strong bond with each other and it, it's like if one person fucks up down there they're all dead yeah right yeah. so it's just like they all trust each other so much mm-hmm. i think they're what? at like the perfect level i think like the only one that was kind of goofy and like over the top was howard but even like he I wasn't loved howard <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he funny. Like he didn't come in like every scene and just like steal the show. Like he wasn't overacting. Uh-huh. I just felt like the character was right. Um, yeah, my man, I love so much in this movie was Hollis. Yeah, uh, he's he's a genius. He was fucking awesome. Like yeah. this big guy, this sick ass mustache. Like he's a bigger dude, uh-huh. and he's with uh, Patty, who you know is this like uh, skinnier girl, and she's yeah, she's a dime, man. Yeah, she is. Like, whenever she, like, kissed him, I was like, my man, Hollis. <laughs> and then I loved whatever they go to the mine, and they're, like, partying in the place. And then Axel and uh, TJ start fighting, and then, like, Patty's like, Hollis, stop. And he just fucking grabs them both. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. And he just tosses Axel away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, but, but yeah, like... Oh, oh go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, like, in the, the OG, like... It didn't seem, it seemed like they had the characters there just to kill. Whereas in the first one, yeah, there was a lot of characters and they were there just to kill, but they were in like their groups, like, you know, like the boyfriend, girlfriend and stuff and like that, those little scenes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you said the original, they had them there just to kill, but I think you meant the remake. Well, like. I think in the remake, they had them there just to kill off. Like, yeah, they had yeah. Nothing to the characters. Whereas in the first one, like, there was a lot of characters, so you could, like, kill some of them off, like, just to kill. But they had kind of, not stories, but, like, you know, um, in the scene, the shower scene, like, you know, they're going off to have sex and, like, boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then when he finds her dead, he's, like, super upset. And same with, like, the other girl who finds, uh, I forget what the guy's name is, but... When she finds out he's dead, like she's Dave, like, you know, Dave, Dave, I think so. Yeah. 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 Hot dog water, Dave. I was, I was going to make a joke about it. It, it might not hit oh. now, now that you said that I was going to say, do you think he had some chocolate starfish with his hot dog flavored water? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, but like with the remake, like there's no minors <clears throat> even in this movie. The only one is um, the old man, right? Did you say minors? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean like young people. I mean, okay, like- that's what I thought. I was like, <laughs> man, I was like, well, I mean, there was the one girl in the grocery store who uh, is working, but 
Yeah, I want a movie full of miners, please. <laughs> there was not enough miners in this movie. And there wasn't enough mines either. No, exactly. That's what, like, you don't see the mines. That, like, you see it at the very start, and you see it at the very end. There's no in-between. Everybody's just getting fucking brutally murdered throughout this town. Yeah. And I feel like the the way the mines were shot and used, like, it, this mine in the re- OG... Like, I know they shot that in a real mine, and it felt like that, because they're down there a yeah. lot. You know, it's dark, the lighting, it, like, the different angles of lighting and stuff, like, I thought was done really well. Yeah. But then in the, in the remake, you know, they're not in it that much, um, like, exploring and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Did Did you read the trivia on the mine in the first movie? I didn't, know. Okay. it's It's actually really fucking funny. Um, so the production team found this mine, I believe it was abandoned, um, but it it was perfect for, for their filming Uh and they wanted to use an authentic mine so that they could save cost, obviously. Well, the people of this town in Nova Scotia found out that they were going to be filming this movie in this mine shaft. So they, the townspeople came together and spent $50,000 to clean up the mine and make it like nice and pristine so that it'd be nice and easy for them to shoot a movie in. Really? The production team got there and they're like, what the fuck? Like we picked this mine because it looked like authentic and it looked like it fit our vision exactly the way that we wanted it. Oh my God. The production team had to spend an additional $75,000 to make the mine look the way that it was before. What? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So these town people are thinking that they're doing a great thing for the movie, and really they just set them back $75,000. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Before we get into some of the kills, do you want to kind of go into how both movies ended and, like, which one you preferred? Yeah, sure. So in the original, like we already talked about, um, the the big group of people, like all the miners, people who mine, the men uh-huh. who mine, not underage people, <laughs> um, they them and all of their spouses, they say like, hey, let, um, they canceled our Valentine's Day party. Let's go down to the mine and we'll party there, like in the the bunkhouse or whatever it is that's there. Uh-huh. So they're having a great time. They're all partying. And then someone suggests that they go into the mine shaft. Yep. Um, so Hollis, after a little bit of coaxing, he agrees to take them all down there. Yeah. Um, so they get down there. And then all of a sudden, Harry Warden, in quotations, uh, starts knocking people off. Well, actually, he starts killing people like even in the bunkhouse. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, so he drowns Dave in a pot. Oh, we're talking about the kills after. Never mind. Um, so yeah, they get to the they get into the mine shaft, and Harry starts killing people off. And then uh, Axel and uh, TJ they come together, like we already said, and they're going down there to find Sarah. Yeah, and then um, they go down there. Two people get killed because they're off having sex. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, Hollis unfortunately dies. I was hoping he would survive. <laughs> Howard um, dies. Unfortunately, Howard dies, and then it's down to the two girls and the two guys. Yes, and then they're 
there's like water down there. I don't know how it works, but they go across this like board and then Axel ends up falling into the water. Mm-hmm. So they think he's dead. And then they are going, they're go- escaping out of the mine. And then Harry Warden shows up and kills. Does Patty survive or does she die? No, Patty dies. Patty dies. Um. Yeah, he hits her in the stomach, and then right. Like yeah. All, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So TJ and Sarah and Harry Warden are fighting, and TJ throws him into uh, like, like these a, a wooden support beam sort of thing. Yeah, it's like a blocked off area sort of. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So then the tunnel starts to collapse, and uh, TJ or um. Harry Warden pulls the mask off. I think he pulls it off. Yeah. And then it ends up being Axel. Uh-huh. And we get a flashback scene to Axel as a child. Cause they're like, well, like, why are you doing this sort of thing? Um, so we get a flashback scene to Axel as a kid and he watches his father get killed by the real Harry Warden. Yeah. So this, like him seeing that kind of like makes him snap and turns him into a serial killer. 10 years down the road sort of thing. Yeah. Or however long it is down, 20 years down the road. Yeah. So once the entrance collapses, Axel gets trapped under a bunch of debris and they think that he is dead. Um, <laughs> the scene was so ridiculous, but it was the eighties. <laughs> so I was fucking loving it. I laughed so hard. <laughs> All right. You sell it. You tell it then. Okay. So, He's trapped under there, and Sarah, she's still upset because it's still Axel. She loved him. And you hear all the miners say, like, oh, he's still alive. So she goes in, and she, like, grabs his hand. And he, like, grabs her arm, and then she freaks out. that he just cuts off his fucking arm <laughs> and runs away into the mine. He's, like, doing this weird laugh, like, <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious because it's just like this total character shift of axel yeah and it was so over the top but it's the 80s so i forgive it but i loved it <laughs> and he yells sarah be my bloody valentine yeah yeah so you watched the uncut edition correct yeah yeah i did yeah did you look up what the differences were at all? Because I know that it was just basically like more gore, I think, in the... in the. I honestly didn't. Okay. But, I mean, when we get to the, the kills here in a sec, maybe the kills may be like slightly different. I don't know. Yeah, true. Um, and the ending of the remake was... Um, it was very different. Yeah. It was almost like they're playing into the love triangle a bit too much yes at the end even though it wasn't like a love triangle it was kind of like who do i believe yeah so sarah is in the hospital because she gets a her and megan who is uh the woman that axel's having an affair with Uh um they work together and they get attacked by harry warden in air quotes at the grocery store that they work at So um, Megan ends up getting killed. Sarah gets her arm slashed with the pickaxe. So Sarah ends up calling um, 
uh, fuck Axel. I'm getting it mixed up because Axel is someone else in the original movie. Um, Sarah ends up calling Axel and telling her like what happens or whatever. And then he shows up, takes her to the hospital to get her bandaged up and whatnot. Uh While they're there, um, Tom calls Sarah and says, did you know that Axel has like another house? And she's like, yeah, it's his dad's old house. Like it's way back in the forest, blah, blah, blah. He's like, well, you need like, I'm going to come pick you up and you need to see this because he's not who he says he is. Yeah. So she gets in the car with, with Tom. Fuck. These names are fucking me up. She gets in the car. TJ. (laughs) She gets in the car with Tom and (laughs) then Axel calls her and says like, where the fuck are you? Blah, blah, blah. You can't be with him. Um, He's not who you think he is. He was in a mental institute for 10 years or for seven years after everything that happened before. He's fucking crazy. Um, You need to get away from him. So she like she's starting to believe it. She hangs up the phone, pretends that it was her mom on the phone. And then Tom's like, I know that wasn't your mom. And then so she ends up grabbing the wheel of his car. They crash into this like fucking tree branch. It goes through. It's a shitty fucking 3D <laughs> rendering of a tree. Um, and then she crawls away, runs to the house while she's calling Axel. And he mm-hmm. says, I'll be right there. Um, I'll come pick you up. So she gets there by herself. She sees the box of chocolates that Megan gave Axel previously while they're yeah. banging. Um, and then she goes into the kitchen, opens up like a pantry door, and there's like a stack of Valentine's chocolate, like heart boxes. Yeah, and it has the picture in the the one she opens from Megan. It has a picture of her hugging Tom. Tom, right, because they used to date when they were in high school. Yeah. So it was that picture. Um, so she sees all these Valentine's Day boxes, and then she freaks out thinking like, oh, fuck, Tom's right. Axel's crazy. Then, um, so she runs out of the cabin. Yes. And then Tom picks her up. No. 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 She runs to the mine? Did she get to the mine? I thought that... Because after this scene, whenever... uh, Harry... Whenever... um, Oh, Harry shows up to the cabin. Harry shows up at the house at... uh, Whose house is that that he shows up to? Axel and Sarah's. Where, where Burke gets killed. Axel and Sarah's. Yeah, yeah that's it. Because he tries, he goes after like their kid. Well, yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think he was going to kill the kid? I don't think so. He's probably going to find. Uh, yeah. I don't, think he, gonna, I don't no. think he was going to kill the kid. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, Tom crawls out of his car. So she does. She does run to the mine. Right. Um, yeah, because the miner does show up at the house. Like yes. the, the, the cabin that she's at. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So she runs for the front door, but she can't get it open. So she dives at a second story window uh, and runs to the mine. And then both men show up at the mine at separate times. Uh, well, because she's still getting chased by Harry at the yeah. mine. And then they both show up and they're like, it's that classic like oh you gotta shoot him he's the bad guy no you gotta shoot him he's the bad guy yeah so she she's sitting there with a fucking handgun she doesn't know who to kill and then axel is eventually just like just fucking shoot both of us like (laughs) (laughs) you know one of us is a killer to shoot both of us um and then tom ends up saying like oh 
think about what was written above Megan's head whenever she was killed. Uh, Be mm-hmm. mine forever, whatever. And then Sarah's like, uh, how do you know Megan's dead? And then the light bulb clicks. She realizes that it's Tom, who's the killer. Um, she... Well, no, before that, I, I thought she figured it out because he starts saying, oh, Harry's behind you. Like, she's like, he just keeps saying, like, Harry's there. He's coming. Shoot him. That was after she oh, okay. she clues in because mm-hmm. he's still trying to he's trying to say, like, no, you told me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, no, I didn't. And then, yeah, I forgot about that. So Tom acts as though he sees Harry behind her. And then Axel's just kind of like looking at her and he kind of like shakes his head. And he's like, he's like squinting, like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> um and then, yeah, we, like, as viewers, we see Harry behind her, and then he eventually, like, walks closer and closer and closer and walks right through Sarah and yeah. stands right in front of Tom. Yeah. And then he just kind of disappears. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, yeah, she has clued in that uh, that Tom is the killer. Yeah. And then Tom. Tom, Tom, what? Tom is Harry, pretty much. Yeah, it's almost as like, if like I don't Harry know if has... they were yeah yeah what you're about to say there like I don't know if Harry his like ghost has like taken over Tom's body or something I don't know yeah because Axel kind of says like Tom's in or Harry's inside of you isn't he Tom or something like that yeah he does and uh, Tom just kind of grins and he goes oh yeah but uh, so Axel and Tom fight. Um, Axel ends up getting a pickaxe into his stomach. And this scene um, pissed me off. It's like they're fighting. Sarah has a gun pointed at them. She knows right? that Tom's the killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this whole fight scene, I was just like, what are you doing? Like, you have multiple clear shots of Tom. Yeah. What are and you then doing? fucking Tom survives. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one scene I did like in this ending was whenever he he's already stabbed Axel with the uh, with the pickaxe. Yeah, uh, but Axel's still alive. Um, and then they're running through the mine shaft, but uh, Tom's chasing them and he's smashing out all the light bulbs with his pickaxe. And yeah. every time he smashes it, we get like a quick flash of Harry Warden. Yeah, I thought that was fucking. I thought it was really cool how they were doing that. I didn't. I don't know if I liked it or not. To be honest, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was really yeah. cool. I feel like it just added to like the menace. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so she she ends up shooting a hole through his like like not his stomach, but like off to the side a bit, like where your love handles would be. <laughs> the bullet goes right through him and hits a gas tank, explodes the mine. Mm-hmm. And Tom still is alive. Yeah, because there's he's like buried, and then some guys down there. He's like, "Oh, I'm here to save you. You're still alive." Yeah. And then Tom just fucking hits him with the pickaxe and <laughs> dresses as him and walks out. Yeah. Like nothing. Yeah. So I don't understand because there was like at least ten propane tanks. Yeah. That would have exploded at that moment. Yeah. And this fucking guy walks out of it. Yeah. I, mean, I think that would it would have been a good ending if they would have killed Tom like that. Because that's how he killed... Well, uh, Harry Warden didn't die. He survived. But 
he killed four other people by that way because he didn't bleed the uh, lines or whatever it was. Did Harry live, though? Oh, you don't think he did? Do you think Tom was Harry like when they were teenagers? Mm, no. Okay, so... I don't think so. Oh, that's right, because they said that Harry Warden's in a coma. Yeah, that's exactly. That's the movie. Yeah. That's right. So what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> so like... Oh my god, I hate this movie now. <laughs> I liked this movie until this moment right now. <laughs> okay okay so was tom the one in the coma no he couldn't have been because tom was not harry warden whenever they were teenagers no so harry warden was in a coma because tom was the one that caused the accident that happened yeah yeah so if they know that harry warden's in a coma and then the doctor at the beginning or the it was a security guard at the beginning is talking to uh, Tom Atkins. Yeah. Burke. Yeah. Burke's like, Oh, he's in a coma and the security guards like, well, apparently he's awake. Yeah. Like, do they, do they not have eyes on this guy who is in a coma? Yeah. That whole thing was like that opening scene was so goddamn dumb. So like, is his body gone or is it still there? Cause if he's still in a coma, then you know that Harry Warden is not the one that's killing all these people. Yeah, no, he woke up out of the coma. So then where's he? Dude, they buried him, remember? Do you not remember that whole scene? <laughs> they buried Harry Warden. <clears throat> they buried Harry Warden because yeah. at that that first thing, he got away. But then later, whenever Axel is investigating all the murders, he finds out from, not Burke, but someone else that, right. oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, I have it written down because he has a pretty cool kill. Ben, he tells them that, oh yeah, we killed um, right. Harry and Burke and the other cops covered it up and they showed him like where they buried his body. Right, 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 right. right. But his body was gone and then Tom ended up going to the grave and taking his mask and pickaxe. Yes. And that's yes. where he became Harry. So... This oh so is Tom possessed by Harry then? Since he put the mask on, maybe because I forgot about the whole co- uh, Harry being in a coma until right now. Yeah. So he was in a coma. He escaped. They killed him. They buried him. Yeah. It, okay. At the end, it shows like kind of the timeline of Tom becoming uh, yeah. him I'm, because yeah. like they show him at like you know the the hotel and then they see him like taking the body or the mask and the, the mask pickaxe. and the pickaxe. Yeah, yeah. I remember all that. Right. Yeah. Right. See, whenever that scene came up, I had forgotten about the whole coma thing. So I was envisioning that Harry Warden died in the original like mining accident, but yeah, uh, okay. I'd forgotten about the coma part until yeah. right now, but yeah, th- that's fucking stupid. <laughs> that's fucking stupid. So yeah, I, I much prefer the OG ending. Um, I felt like it has completed the whole story, whereas like absolutely the second one, like the C or the remake, just I don't know. Yeah, 
just he's like he's possessed blah, blah, blah. i don't know yeah okay now let's get into some of these kills <laughs> um the kills in the first one i thought were all of them fucking amazing mm-hmm. it blew my mind like for yeah. being 81 yeah like this i can see why this is one of the like most like one of the most looked up to movies from that time yeah um because you know got halloween friday the 13th uh some other ones i'm probably missing but i think this is one of the ones that is talked about the most i think well i'm yeah it's up there for sure like obviously the like the halloween's and the friday the 13th and a nightmare on elm street like they're talked about more but this one it's definitely up there like like the kills in this one are so original Mm-hmm. Like yeah. um, the first kill, whenever he's having sex with the girl, and he is like having sex with her, and then he sees the heart tattoo, mm-hmm. and he just stops and he just starts like panting loudly, yeah, and then just pushes her into the fucking pickaxe that goes through her heart and her heart tattoo. I was like, that's yeah. genius. Yeah, it was really cool. I really liked. Uh... I can't remember what her kill was or what her name was, but it was the girl that was, they were like her and her boyfriend were like, they weren't having sex yet, but he goes, she's like, you know what we could use right now? And he goes, Oh yeah, I have one right here. And she's like, no, I meant beer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So he, he goes and gets beer and then he comes back and Harry has put her up on like this. It's like a water pipe that's like broken. Oh yeah. And we don't see her. You don't see a lot of the deaths in this movie. But you do see a lot of like the aftermath for yeah. me. Anyways, you may have seen more because you watched the uncut version. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't see her like getting put onto it. But you know what he's going to do because you can see the pole. Um, yeah, this one then, in the uncut, you do see it. Oh, do you? Yeah, you see her. You see him pick her up, and then you see him like slide her onto the the shower head. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So in the in the theatrical version, like you see him pick her up, but I don't think you see him slide her onto it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, her boyfriend comes back and she's just hanging there and her mouth like it's like a side but back angle view of her, and you can see her mouth is open and the water's like spouting out of it like a shower head. I'm pretty sure in the uncut version you see it face on. Really? Yes. Fuck. I need yeah, to watch you the do. Version. Yeah, you do. Um, I thought this whole scene, this was the most intense and I thought like the most well shot scene in this movie. Mm. Um, cause you get them like, they have the benches together, but they have sex or whatever. And then she's asking about like all the, the outfits mm-hmm. and the outfits in the OG were so creepy. Like that whole thing was, I thought shot and acted so well. Yeah. Like it like was really creepy. Um, and then the kill was sick. The guy didn't end up dying. He ended up leaving, but, uh, he just like stood there was staring at her for like a good five minutes. <laughs> it was in shock. Oh man. This actor was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of the acting was a little bad, but it's the eighties. So it's understandable. But like this guy was, he was awful. Mm-hmm. And then just, Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, just like the, the facial expressions he had during this yeah. whole scene. I was like, oh my god. Um, they did, in the remake, they did kind of do a few... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
um, homages, homages to the first one. Like they yeah. have a very small scene like this one, but it's like they have the coats and all that stuff, but that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Rosa's death was the same as Mabel's death. Oh, dude, that death. Oh, brutal. <laughs> like, I wonder if she was dead whenever he stabbed her the first time, like Mabel. Mm-hmm. And then just like stuffed her in the dryer. And then uh, the deputy, he comes into the thing and he's looking forward. He sees like the heart turned upside down. And he's like, smell something. Mm-hmm. But he can't figure out what it is, and then he opens the dryer, and she just like pops out. It's like, and her fuck. face is like melted to shit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So the same thing happens to uh, Axel and Sarah's nanny in the remake. Yeah, um, she's doing their laundry at their house, and he, uh, I think it was, uh, no, it was the female cop who came with Burke. Yeah. Who f- she opened up the dryer because it was like making weird noises and her head popped out and it was all like burnt to shit yeah. or like melted to shit. I said, yeah, say. yeah. Um, so I'm looking on IMDb right now at like the parents guide. Oh, okay. And it actually has the differences in the violence. Okay. So for the boiling water scene. Yeah. This version that I watched uh, a young man has his face briefly pushed into a pot of boiling water. Later on, there's a shot of his dead body in a refrigerator. It's red and white blisters covering his face. During that kill, we only see the POV view of Harry. Like, so in your version, you got to see his face inside the pot. Yeah, we did. Yeah. 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 Um, so we don't see that. Uh, and then it also mentions that the, the shower head scene. Yeah, we were talking about um, Hollis's death. Um, in the version that I watched, Hollis has a nail gun hammered into his left temple and a POV shot of his blurred vision. Later, he's found dying with two nails sticking out of his head. The uh, version, that, dude. The, yeah, go ahead. I go on. The version that you watched, a man has a nail gun hammered into his left temple, making him stagger and get blurred vision. He's hammered again in the forehead with shots of the nails sticking out with blood flow. Later, he is found dying with bloody shots of the nails in his head. So I'm guessing yours was just a little bit more gory. Yeah, like, I don't know. Does, in your version, does Hollis make it back to Patty and them? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Man, I, I wonder if, uh, like, No Country for Old Men kind of took from this. Oh, yeah, maybe. And Like, Hollis is an OG, man. He made it all the way back there and, like... Mm-hmm. Man, I felt for Patty. She was so sad, man. She wanted yeah, to that. stay with him. Uh, <laughs> boy, I didn't expect to see that little nail gun in this movie, man. No, I know. Yeah. Was this your first time watching it? I don't think so. It's It's been okay. a very long time. Like, I didn't know who the killer was. I knew it was one of the two. It had to have been. Yeah. I didn't know which one, though. Okay. I loved uh, Hap's death. In the first one, when he like goes to the mine because he knows that they're gonna go there to party, mm-hmm. and then he like sets up the little like uh, oh, prank yeah. on him. Yeah, yeah. And he opens it back up, and the guy just goes out and like it goes under his chin up through his eyeball, and it's mm-hmm. sick. Uh, the remake has an homage to that too with Burke's death. It does that. That didn't look good at all, though. It was, no, it, it, it was didn't. brutal <laughs> as fuck, but. 
That was another one of those 3D kills. Yeah. Where he like rips his jaw, his lower jaw out, and it like flies at the screen. I'm just like, I don't think it would fly like that. No, no. <laughs> Trying to think if there's anything on anyone else. So yeah, there was Patty Hollis. Um, oh, uh, Howard's, Howard's Howard's death. Yeah. He gets hanged brutally because uh-huh. they're going up. I don't know what it was in your version if it was the same, but. They're going up the ladder, and then all of a sudden, Howard's body falls, and the rope's around his neck, but it's he's going so fast, it just totally decapitates him. So it shows him getting decapitated. Yeah, his head is is comes off. Okay, so in my version, he gets hung, and we see blood splatter on... I can't remember whose face it was. Yeah, you see uh, blood splatter on Sarah's face. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um... And then we see his body fall to the ground, but we don't see his head. Oh, yeah. You see his head. Like, it shows it coming off of his body. That's wild. Fuck, yeah. I need to watch this version. <laughs> <laughs> Check Best Buy, man. They might still have the uh, the steel Yeah, book. that's true. That's true. Um, And then Patty. Yeah, she just gets the axe to the stomach. Yeah. That's pretty much it. And then in the remake, I don't think there was really... You don't see Megan's death. I don't think she just gets pulled out the window. Correct, yeah. And you just see the aftermath, like her chest cavity is ripped open, her heart's out, and it's in a box. Yeah. Uh, the um, very first scene, whenever Harry wakes up in the coma, out of the coma, and he like, kills everyone in the hospital, mm-hmm. there's like one guy on a bed with half his body. It's the <laughs> fakest looking shit I've ever seen. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that whole scene was almost like fucking uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Yeah. Like yeah. in the hospital whenever he just fucking obliterates everybody. Yeah. Um but yeah, the kills in this one were a lot more violent and a lot more gory, but they like you've mentioned a few times now, it was mostly all CGI and they kind of looked mm-hmm. shitty. I liked the gore and like the the uniqueness of some of the kills, but yeah. they were like it was heavy heavy CGI. Um yeah. Like we already talked about, like the pickaxe in the back of the head, and his eye pops out. Um, the woman, the girl at the beginning, he like shoves a fucking mining <laughs> axe into her mouth, and like cuts the top half of her head off with it. Yeah, and then it, like slides in the shovel, and it, yeah, and, I love uh, that kill. Um, the trucker gets like the pickaxe on the top of his head. Yeah, and then like the little like hotel manager, she's. <laughs> Oh like, man, <laughs> really small, oh, and he geez. just like fucking pickaxes are up to the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, I love that kill. You don't really see it. You no. don't really see the whole thing, but like you can see it from like the view from underneath the bed. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's funny. Um, and then Irene gets killed with the pickaxe to the stomach. Um, mm-hmm. the blood splatter does not match the way that she was stabbed oh really that blood splatter was fucking stupid (laughs) yeah what else was there uh the trucker the small woman uh Um, we see like uh, yeah we see hearts like ripped out everywhere um we already (laughs) talked about rose's kill uh tom or burke's kill he gets the pickaxe through the bottom of his jaw um and like 
the end of the pickaxe is coming out of his mouth. Like it doesn't go up into his brain. It comes yeah. out of his mouth. Yeah. And then uh, Tom, who is Harry Warden, he like rips it out and the his lower jaw flies to the screen. <laughs> yeah. There's a car crash. Nobody's dead there. And yeah, just. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I think we've pretty much covered most of uh, these movies. Um, is there anything else you wanted to mention or before we wrap this up? I don't think so. I mean, yeah. I mean yeah. We compared the CGI and stuff throughout the whole movie discussion. and Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll hop into the, the ratings. Let's do it. Okay. What did you rate the original? Alrighty. So I gave the original story a 7 out of 10. Um, I didn't write a review. I mean, we've pretty much covered a lot of the <laughs> shit that yeah. um, I liked in the story. Uh, I liked the characters, the writing, um, just like the whole story. I just like a lot mm-hmm. more. Like I'm trying not to compare the two, um, but I, overall I do enjoy the original quite a bit more okay cool uh and quality i give it a nine out of ten. Oh, um for being 81 i think this is a really well-made movie mm-hmm. um and this is really only george mahalka's like really good movie like he hasn't really done anything else and i'm kind of really surprised i don't know if this is kind of like a one-off yeah um but i thought the acting was actually pretty good for the 80s uh, i loved the way it was shot with all like the use of the mines i thought it was just perfect mm-hmm. um, i really like the score in the, this one as well yeah so cool. seven out of ten and nine out of ten sweet um for the original i gave the story a seven out of ten okay nice um i said it was a typical can't be 1980 slasher um but it's a solid entry into the genre and i really did enjoy it um i won't give my full review because like you said we've we've talked about the things that we've liked and didn't like quite a bit throughout the episode um i liked that the killer in this one wasn't like a supernatural entity like it was someone who could be killed even though yeah he doesn't um but uh, yeah, so 7 out of 10. And I give the quality a 7 out of 10 also. Um, I found the acting to like not be the greatest sometimes. But I think it's more of like the script than anything. Mm-hmm. I can like, see that. Like how I talked about before, like the whole shower scene and stuff like that. Like it was just, it was silly. Um, but I mean, I guess that comes with the, the campiness of the 80s slashers movies, right? Yeah. And I also thoroughly loved the setting and the fact that it was actually filmed in the mines was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of like preparation went into it because they could only use like specific equipment that wouldn't interfere or interact with the methane gases that were in the mines. Yeah. Which is like, that's wild, man. Like th- th- at any moment, <laughs> this whole production could have literally been up in flames. Oh yeah, man. Mines are super fucking dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Like, wow. I don't think they would. I don't think they'd be able to do it now. Uh-huh. I really don't think that they would get the go ahead to do this uh-huh. now. But yeah, I really enjoy the original. Um, it's it's one of my favorite slashers from the eighties, definitely. Um, plus, it's Canadian, so I mean, yeah, what's not to love? 
Also, something we never even talked about, which I'm surprised we didn't. Uh, this was kind of supposed to be like kind of a villain face-off. Um, how? Where do you think the miner stacks up with other horror villains? Like, not like go to toe to toe, but like, I just think that his design and stuff is super fucking cool. Yeah, I agree. Like the look of him, I love. Like the mining outfits are like a creepy, like they look creepy. Yeah. Like, like they have this big, like fucking gas mask sort of thing on with like just two circular eye eye windows, I guess. And like, they sound like Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's creepy for sure. And, like, I, he I, has his own um, kind of like weapon too. Like, you know, like <laughs> Freddy, Jason, you know, they have all theirs and you know, he has one too. He has his fucking pickaxe. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think he stacks up pretty well. Like he he's not as iconic as like the Michaels and the Jasons and the Freddies, but I think he's he's right up there. Do you think if he would have gotten more movies, he may be more talked about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we have we have the original and then we have a a shitty remake. So I mean, that's yeah. all we have of him, right? Yeah. Which is kind of surprising. Like I don't know if this movie didn't do well, I just, I already closed IMDb, so I can't, I can't really check, but because like he got away at the end. Right. So, I mean, yeah, really they could, easily. They could have done a sequel or something, but I think like, I guess the whole premise, not premise, but the whole, uh, I can't think of the word, but like, I mean, they could have still used it. Right. Yeah, they could have for sure. But you lose that twist at the end or like the whodunit at the end. Um, I also, I just looked and apparently my bloody Valentine part two is an upcoming sequel to the original movie. Oh, okay. Then of course, of course, a fucking course. It there has, is. It because has, that's all that they're doing anymore. <laughs> it has been screened for critics and most of them state the movie has a late eighties feel. Okay. As, Who's in it? As it is set for six years after the film. Okay. Sick. All right. Um, I'm I'm down with it. And I don't know if I trust this, honestly. Oh, because it's it's on the page of my bloody Valentine fandom. <laughs> oh, so I wonder if IMDb has like it would be on IMDb if it was real. Like, does it say who's in it or who's directing it? No. We have the 40th anniversary. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything on IMDb. Fuck, got my hopes all up. Oh. Oh, never mind. That's a TV episode. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I would have liked to see a a sequel to it. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything, unfortunately. Apparently Lionsgate killed the sequel. Fuckers. And George Mahalka was going to make it. Really? He almost made it, yeah. Fuck. I wonder why Lionsgate scrapped it. Ooh, this is a little uh, nice fact. Legendary director Quentin Tarantino has gone on record to say that's oh. it's his favorite slasher flick. Yeah, I did read that. Huh. Okay, so box office. Yeah. The budget was two point three million. The worldwide gross was uh-huh. five point six million. Uh-huh. So probably why they didn't get a sequel. I mean, that's not bad for the eighties. Yeah, but you've only doubled up your money, right? Like well, they had to spend fucking seventy five thousand on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. But 
Anyway, okay. Yeah. Continue on. I'm done. So, okay. what did you rate? What did you rate the remake? Remake. <laughs> remake. I gave this story a three out of ten. Okay. Um, I mean, I did write a review for this one, but uh, I just said like I'm trying not to rate this as a comparison to the OG. But honestly, it was very fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I said like the fact that Valentine's Day has very little to do with this movie. It's a big issue for me, which we kind of we talked about a lot. You get zero connection with the characters. I didn't like any of them. The way they handled the love triangle between the three of them was sloppy. I thought the writing was just terrible. And quality, I gave a one out of ten. Whoa. Yeah. I Whoa. said bad, 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 bad. The acting was horrendous and the special effects even worse. <laughs> one out of ten. <laughs> yeah, man. Is that the lowest you've ever given? That I've given a movie? Yeah. No, definitely not. No? No. We've reviewed some bad movies. That's true, we have. I wonder what our lowest rated movie is. Yeah, I've never calculated that one before. Hmm. That's too much work. We have like 117 episodes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going through and doing it. Would you Um, rate it? Okay, so I didn't write actual reviews for this one because I forgot. Um, but uh, they were originally higher until we got talking about it, and I realized, like, goddamn, this yeah, this wasn't that good of a movie. But I did have fun watching it, so I'm like, I'm torn. Wow. Okay, I had a good time watching it. Um, the story I gave it a three out of ten, like you did. Yeah, uh, I changed it. For from like a five or a six, I think. But yeah, the whole, wow. the whole yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> the whole Harry Warden thing, like the the whole coma, the whole fucking his ghost or whatever possessing uh-huh. Tom. It's it just doesn't work. It's stupid. It takes away from what the original was. Um, and I mean, like, how, how do you not compare the remake to the original whenever you're giving a review, right? Yeah. Like, it, it just, it lost all of its its heart. It really did, again. man. Like, again, no pun intended, but it was, it was just a remake for a remake, right? Yeah. Like, it didn't add anything to it. No. Um, my quality, I gave it a 5 out of 10. Okay. Um, I didn't mind the acting. Um, I also did not get overly attached to any of the characters. Like Sarah was okay. Axel was a dickhead. Tom was just, uh, he's Jensen Ackles. Like he, he does. He's the same character in supernatural, right? Like yeah. he's just like a brooding man who always just has a chip on his shoulder. Uh-huh. He's like Chad, Michael Murray used to be. Um, but I I liked the kills. As CGI and as shitty as they looked, I thought that they were <laughs> fucking cool kills. Okay. And I, I loved the brutality of this movie. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so a 3 out of 5, or a 3 out of 10 and a 5 out of 10. Very nice. Yeah. And as for our friends on Rotten Tomatoes, you may be surprised. The original has no synopsis or no consensus. Okay. So you are going in blind. Um, I'll say 57. Oh, man. 
All right. What did you give 1981 for a scare rating? So I gave it a 3 out of 10. Uh, I didn't want to rate it the same scare rating as the 2009 one because I think the special effects are much greater. So I think the gore factor was there for me in the first one. It just felt more real. Okay. Scariest scene. I said the showerhead kill. Mm. This kill feels like a kill you would see in 2022. Yeah, that's true. Like so far ahead of this time. Like I've never seen anything like this before. And this came out in 81. Like I've Mm -hmm. never seen any movie do this. Yeah. I think it's going to be kind of like in your next, the the blender kill. Like I don't think we'll ever see that kill again. That's true. Like it's true. uh, I just, it blew my mind to be honest. And then when he like it, camera goes on her and you see the water coming out oh man it's so good she's a literal shower head yeah uh and what i survive i said hell no it seems like if i celebrate valentine's day i'm going to end up either you know choking on hot dogs or (laughs) a pickaxe in my head i don't know but i'm not surviving this one all right cool cool um for me for the 1981 original. Uh, my scare rating, I gave it a 2 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I said it's campy 1980s horror that wasn't overly scary, but the dark tones and setting were super effective. Uh, some of the kills were really cool and brutal, even though most were off screen for me. Yeah. Um, I think if I was able to see more of them, like how you did, I would mm-hmm. probably be at like a 3. Yeah. Um, the minor suit is genuinely creepy, uh, even outside of like a horror setting. Like they're, they're just creepy looking. Yeah. Um, my scary scene I said Mabel coming out of the dryer Mm. Uh, just you don't expect it like if you haven't watched this movie or if it's been a long time since you watched this movie you don't expect to see what you see in that scene no like she flops out and she is nasty looking yeah um, would I survive? I said, I honestly don't think I would. Axel was pretty fucking relentless and brutal, and there's not a lot to defend myself with in the mines. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For the 2009 remake. So I gave the scare rating a two out of 10. Okay. Uh, it was pretty gory. Um, although like the 3d did take it away for, from me, uh, scary scene. I said the eyeball kill at the beginning, I just, I totally forgot this movie was 3D. And then when that happened, I was like, mm. oh shit. <laughs> it just like pops out and like it just looks super car- cartoony. Like it wasn't scary, but it just caught me off guard. Yeah. And then what I survive? I said, yes, I would, because it seems like the killer in this one isn't killing random people like in the first one. Hmm. Okay. How about you? Uh, for my scare rating, I gave it a three out of 10. Nice. I said the kills were more brutal and violent and the setting was much darker. And my comment on the minor outfit from 1981 holds true for this one as well. Yeah. Uh, scary scene. Uh, I said Rose's death (laughs) because it's pretty much the same as Mabel's. Um, the way that their faces were basically melting off their skulls is disgusting and effective. (laughs) And I also said that I would survive this one. Nice. Um, I said there's more technology to figure out who and where the killer is, 
plus there's more means of communication with other people. Um, so therefore like it's easier to figure out. Yeah. Um, and there's guns all over the place. People just shoot like stormtroopers in horror movies. Yeah. Like, I mean, they had, well, fucking, we've already talked about it. Sarah had like the perfect opportunity to kill him. Yeah. And she just didn't. Oh, also one scene I forgot to bring up, but it was so dumb. Whenever she was, her and Megan were in like the office and they pushed the desk up to the door. Yeah. And she tries to call 911, but there's like no line or whatever. But then whenever Megan gets pulled out of the window, she goes over to the door and presses a button that says police on it. It's like, yeah. why did you not do that at the start? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Yeah, it sets off an alarm that alerts the police officers. Yeah. That's just, yeah. But anyway. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Uh, yeah, that was, that was a fun discussion, man. That was a it long, was fun. That was a long episode. It was a lot of fun, though. Yeah, definitely. I kind I had a feeling this one would be a little bit longer. I mean, obviously, we're talking about two different movies, so. Yeah, that's fair. But, uh, but yeah, it was a good time. Um, I, I really, really enjoy the original. Um, and yeah, I'll definitely watch it over and over again. Yeah, me too. Because I, I just watched it like a few months ago and Josh was making fun of me. He's like, oh, it's a little early to be watching that, don't you think? Because I watched it in like November, December. Yeah. And I was like, whatever, man. Like it's on whatever I want, like Prime. Yeah, it was on Prime. I was like, whatever. It's been like years since I watched this movie. But like even watching it twice in like a three month span, like it, it didn't bother me at all. Like. I, I wasn't dreading it. I was looking mm-hmm. forward to it. Um, it's just a, it's an easy movie to just sit down and throw on. Yeah, honestly, I think I, this is going to be a not a yearly watch, but like like at least twice a year. I think twice a year. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Did Bettina watch either one of them with you? She did not. No. No. Hmm. Nope. I feel like she'd probably like the first one. Yeah, probably. There you go. Nice Valentine's date. Have some red <laughs> wine and a nice meal and sit down and watch My Bloody Valentine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, that's the end of our February episodes. We, I, I had a lot of fun this month. Yeah, me too. Um, it was a good time. We talked about some movies that we probably wouldn't have talked about on a normal occasion. Definitely um, not. Especially like Natural Born Killers. Like that's that's one I would have never, ever picked. Like I would have <laughs> never thought to have picked. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun. Um, normally we don't do themes very often, but, uh, next month is March. Yes. Um, it's both of our birthday months. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be doing a little party celebration month with, uh, March musicals. Yeah. So we're going to, the whole month of March, we're going to be talking about horror musicals. Yeah. I'm super excited. Me too, man. Like, uh, yeah, me too. I don't, I'm not like, I've talked about this before. Like I'm not a huge musical guy. I love mm-hmm. music, but like musical movies, I, I've never really gotten into. Yeah. Um, And then I think I was watching Tick, Tick, Boom, like la- late last year. Uh-huh. And I was like, dude, like, let's do like a month full of musicals (laughs) because like, I don't know. They're fun. They're fun. Cool. Um, So do you want to do, do we want to say like what all the episodes are going to be? I mean, we can. 
or do you want to just i'm kind of excited to say what mine is honestly you know okay so then we'll do it okay do it all right um i've been back and forth between two movies but after i talked to you about our idea for the villain face-off i've solidified my one for the start of the month okay and that's going to be the corpse bride nice okay very nice. What, what's going to be your first pick? All right, my first pick. I don't know how horror this is going to be, but it, it is a horror musical. I did not know it was a thing, but it is called Cannibal the Musical. Oh, I think I've heard of this. And the director and starring the one and only Trey Parker. Okay, maybe I didn't know about this. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Sick. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, and then uh for our third there's there's gonna be five episodes dropping in March. So for our third week, we're gonna be sitting down with uh Chuck from Chuck goes to well, Chuck and Ruff go to the movies. Uh-huh. Um and we're gonna be talking about uh, one of my favorite horror movies in Sweeney Todd. Yep. I fucking love this movie. I'm so excited to sit down with Chuck and talk about it. Um, I think it's going to be a very, very fun discussion. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, the last two episodes, I we haven't really talked about it at length yet, so I think we'll just leave that open for now. Yes. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So just, I'm excited. just trust us. <laughs> it's going to be fun. All right, man. It's getting late. Well, should we, we pl- plug ourselves up? Well, I know. I'm, I'm You're going getting, to. get to it, man. I'm, I'm getting to it. Jesus. Getting, fucking... getting horned up, okay? You know, Patience, young Padawan. <laughs> yeah, I think that wraps it up for February. I had a great time. All right. All right. Me too. Me too. All right. If you guys want to catch us on social media, you can find us at a podcast on Elm Street on Instagram and Facebook. If you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you'll find links to our T Public account where we have our merch. There's also links to our Patreon account if you wish to support the podcast that way. There's also links to both of our individual letterbox, um, our Discord server, our Twitch account, and anywhere that you can listen to us. Yup. Done. <laughs> Alrighty. Alright, well, man. That's it. We'll talk to you guys next week. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>